Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Have you had an exciting week? Jill, it's been so thrilling. I've been to the supermarket. I've watched The Chase. I've uh, spoken to various family members. Look, it's too exciting. It's too early to talk about it, really. Linda, you're going to have to stop there, honestly. I am getting a little bit palpitation-y. I know how to live. And you? Uh, me? Do you know something? <laughs> you yeah. have. You, you do do exciting things. Oh, well, not all the time. But um, no, I've had a good week. I have had a good week, I have to say. Um, it's been, it's flown by. And it's been very, very busy. I went for my first spin class. Oh, yes. I forgot you told me you mm. were doing that. What was that like? I went for my first spin class last Saturday. And I swear to God, Linda, my wonderful husband, who we know and love so well, uh, booked us onto the advanced class. <laughs> Is he crazy? For a first time? He thought it was the beginners, but he booked <laughs> us onto the advanced. So basically, I did the Tour de France. Oh, well uh, done. I'm sitting with a load of people who look like they're doing the Tour, tour de France. <laughs> they were so cool, calm and collected about the whole thing. Oh. Ten minutes in, I, I turned around to Ian. I'm hanging over the handlebars saying... <laughs> Are we nearly finished yet? You know what time? He was like, we're 10 minutes in. We haven't even finished the warm up. I was like, this is the warm up? Did it not make you feel ill? Were you not Linda, sick and dizzy? Linda, I left. At 20 past, I was just about, you know, for, for the off. Um, but I sat there. I just sat on the bike for 10 minutes. Half past, I got up and I was like, I'm going. And I had to walk out through the whole class so embarrassing. Uh, people saying goodbye to me on the way. I looked ill. I nearly threw up all the way home. I'm not surprised it was just, at all. I had to actually get into bed and go to sleep for an hour because I was... Oh. So anyway, um, yes, that was my first and possibly last minute. Well, I do say that. I'm actually going to go to the beginner's class tomorrow. Um, oh, are you really? You weren't well, put off. Yes, I was very put off. But my husband did say to me that he's booked us onto the beginners class. And I said, oh, great. I said, well, listen, we'll try it. We'll see if it's, you know, any better. And he goes, that's fine. I said, what time is it Um, at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning? Are you going to do that? I've no choice. I'm booked on. No way. Not absolutely not. That's crazy madness. Yes. So anyway. Oh, well, I'll I'll be interested in that. (laughs) That was spin class. Uh, So, yeah. um, What else have I done? Oh, Valentine's Day was lovely. Did you have a nice Valentine's Day? Yes, yes, did. Thank you so much. Tell me yours first. What happened? Well, I got up in the morning and I had... I might have had a little glass of champagne for breakfast. Um, (laughs) And uh, my husband had made me homemade pancakes. To be honest, I kind of knew because I could smell it the night before. He made them the night before. And then he reheated them in the frying pan in the morning. Oh, good So he did that and I had a wee glass of champagne, uh, just a very small glass. And uh, what else did he get me? Um, Oh, he, he put... You know, I think it was like chocolate spread and fresh strawberries on it. And it was just, it was so gorgeous. so lovely. Beautiful card and a massive bunch of uh, a dozen red roses. They were so beautiful. So I was very, very spoiled. I really, really was. And uh, I got him a card. (laughs) That seems to be the right order of things. Well, that's what I think. Valentine's Day is for girls, isn't it, really? I think so. I think so. Anyway, anyway, uh, what did you do? Well, I woke up in the morning, which in itself was nice. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just never know, do you? <laughs> I'm glad to see the Lord spared you. <laughs> well, you know, my great age and all that. And there on the dressing table in a vase were, was a magnificent bunch like you of beautiful red velvety roses not nice beautiful and a beautiful card with slushy soppy stuff in it <laughs> and breakfast in bed oh come on and then did you wake up and then i woke up <laughs> <laughs> no that was true that is what he did thank you mr michael oh, that's wasn't so that lovely. nice it was it was really lovely what did you get him i was going to say uh, running along very similar lines i gave him a card <laughs> Oh dear. Well, listen, we are keeping on the Valentine's Day theme because obviously you're going to be taking us through the social media roundup for the week. And it's all kind of um, uh, stuff that we've we've gathered that has really kind of tickled us this week. And the first one uh, is Valentine's related, isn't it? From Twitter. Uh, Yes, there is a Twittery thing here, but wait till I find the Valentine's one. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. (laughs) Get with it. Get with the programme. No, but but I've got to tell you something. Okay. (laughs) Because I was getting all organised, you see, and shuffling the paper and the Twitter and the Facebook and put it the wrong way round and looked and I thought, now I did see it, but where? And it's here because RNIB asked its Twitter followers if they believed in love at first sight. Mm. And this Valentine's Day, they posted a video which you can find under the How I See hashtag in which they ask visually impaired people what they think, excuse the pun, about love at first sight. And some found it ironic. Some said it's more about love at first smell. (laughs) (laughs) And some said that when you're blind, it's all about the vibe that the other person gives. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Um, do you know something? For me, it's all about... Uh, it can be something as, as silly as... You know, I remember when it was me and, and, you know, my husband, when we first met and we were talking and blah, blah, blah. And I think we touched each other's hands by accident. Oh, yeah. And it was just like a kind of spark. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. That's and, uh, yeah, it, it's funny. You know, it's just something that... that you know, you might have touched the hand before, but it was just that kind of little touch of the hand that kind of made me think, oh my goodness, I actually like that. And he's lovely. And you know, that kind of thing. Yes, yeah. Wondering what it would be like not having him in my life. You know, that's... Uh, I remember you telling me that. Mm, yeah. That, you know, you suddenly thought to yourself, what if he wasn't there? And that was just too much to think about. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like, you know, a man who wears aftershave. I do, but it has to be the right aftershave. If it's horrible, I mean, there's certain aftershaves I can't bear. Um, Some of them are so cloying. Oh, they're, they're awful. just they're just too strong or too I, I don't know what it is but no I I think for me it's all about personality and humor he has to be funny well you can't be funnier than your husband you just can't <laughs> he is just so funny he's hilarious <laughs> I just think he's wonderful. He really is funny. What about you? Have you fallen in love at first sight? Of course, Mr. Michael. <laughs> okay, really? <laughs> um, no, 
no, not at first sight, not really. But with with Mr. Michael, um, I kind of knew. I thought, oh, oh, he's awfully nice. Uh, you know, yes. I just sort of thought, oh, I like you. And then, and he asked me. We, we met at a wedding, and he asked me to dance. And I was very shy, really. How I got a man at all, heaven knows. It was hopeless. And uh, <laughs> he asked me to dance at this wedding. And I didn't want to because I was so shy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I did dance with him. I really, that was it. That that was oh. that was it. After that, because we, as you know, we got married very quickly, and um, it, it was just right. Oh, that's you know, so it lovely. was just it, you know, I didn't need to worry about. It. I just knew that's it. It's right. Yeah, I think you know when you're in love with somebody you know, because everything's easy. Everything yes. just seems easy, doesn't it? And and he did have a nice smell, by the way. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Good. Well, it's good to know that Mr. Michael smells nice. He's, he's never smelt bad to me, I have to say. Okay, listen, let's move on to Dot Cotton. Uh, Dot Branning, actually, as she's uh, known. But it's June Brown, the actress. She was 90. I yesterday. watched that programme. Did you watch it last no, night? I didn't, actually. I didn't. Yeah, I, I watched it. She's fantastic. She Phenomenal. Is. Apparently, she was very, very beautiful when she was younger. Absolutely glorious because they showed you pictures beautiful looking woman and oh she's all there with her lemon drops as they say and of course RNIB wished June Brown a happy birthday she was 90 yesterday and RNIB worked very closely to portray Dot Cotton's journey with the sight loss as accurately as it's possible to be. So they say here that if you want to find out more about Dot's story and soaps in general, go to the podcast and listen out for the soaps guru, David Jorgensen, and he joins RNIB every Friday from 11 o'clock. Yes, unfortunately he couldn't make it today. He's had a power I know, I heard. <laughs> I know. And when I was listening to that, I was in the, uh, on the motorway for an hour, caught in a huge oh, traffic. Oh, goodness, Oh, really? I was going crazy, yes. It just drives you mental, oh, doesn't it? Oh, it was awful. It? But yes, happy birthday to June Brown, yeah. definitely. Okay, we've got one last uh, Twitter, well, one last tweet for this week. Yes, it's about the Treasury and it's about the new coin um, because they announced it's only only six weeks until the pound stops being round. Uh, George Osborne, he introduced the new coin with multiple sides to prevent counterfeiting. And he said he, he aims to deliver a budget for a resilient economy, starting with a resilient pound coin. But people on Twitter, Twitter got a bit cheeky about it. And somebody said the new pound coin is to have edges like a 50 pence piece because that's what it's going to be worth by the time you've done with it. Eh, George? And so And somebody else said that clearly the subtext of the new pound coin design is all about cutting corners. But actually, jokes aside, it will be more accessible for visually impaired people because it's very tactile. Yes. How many sides is it going to have again? Is it eight? Gosh, I can't remember. How many sides? Do you know, Flav? I wrote about, I think it's 12. It's 12. 12? It's 12. Is it going to be like the old Thrupney bit? Yes, yes. That's exactly what it looks like, yes. Wow. I, I, do you know, I, I'm really, really interested. It's a lovely looking coin. Is it? Yes. Is it the same colour as the current pound coin? It's, uh, from the illustration I've seen, yes. Nice. And it's, it's um, the Thrupney bit was such a lovely coin. I'm pleased they're doing this type of design. Do you know, the Thrupney bit was a lovely yeah, coin. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It was a really beautiful yes, coin. Yes. And uh, I only ever saw it when I was a child because my mum had kept one. Um, but I don't know where it is now. Uh, but you know, it'd be interesting. I'm going to keep a pound coin anyway. Uh, you know, so an oldie one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep yeah. just keep one. Yeah, just keep one. 
Yeah. In case. Because there will be illegal tender shortly. I know, yes. I know. So do get them changed over. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, let's move over to Facebook. And we're looking at um, some well-known celebrities, actually, that uh, have some kind of visual impairment. Absolutely incredible, yes. Um, this is an article from Perkins.org. It's about eight celebrities who are visually impaired, but very few people know about their disability. Johnny Depp, he says he's as blind as a bat in his left eye. My Did you know that? No, I didn't. Never knew I that. I didn't know Incredible. that at all. And uh, Radiohead's Tom York, he had to wear an eye patch at school because one of his eyes was paralysed at birth. And he said he felt like an outsider because of it. And he late, later on, he channeled those feelings into Radiohead songs like Creep and how to disappear completely. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Do you know, I'm thinking of the words of, of Creep in particular at the moment and thinking, gosh, yes, I, I, can, I can see how he's channeled his experience into that particular song. That's amazing. Amazing. I, who did I see? I picked, I can't, I, I was, it, was on, it was on the web and I was looking up um, websites about blind people and I saw a picture of this lady, a jazz singer, uh, totally blind mm-hmm. and the picture you'd like yourself she was like you you would never ever know she just looked at you big big beautiful eyes it was incredible like like Johnny Depp you would never ever ever think for a minute that he had any problem with his eyesight at all when you look at you you wouldn't think so either oh it's Linda, incredible you're too nice you're too nice but i do pay you to see these lovely things yeah but not enough no <laughs> <laughs> okay listen we've got time for one more uh post on facebook and it's a little girl that's been making braille valentine cards oh, it's this the week loveliest this sweet. thing it's a story from woman's day magazine and she's just a little girl and she made braille valentine's day cards for all her classmates and they were heart shaped with the word love written in braille isn't that sweet I thought that was such a gorgeous story it's too cute it's just far too cute isn't it I hope they return the favour to the wee soul oh I know I know do you know something see when I was younger do you know what I used to do at school like if I knew there was a little boy and uh, that fancied you know one of my friends in school I (laughs) used I would send them a Valentine card on their behalf. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I remember there was two. Uh, there was a girl in my class called Julie and uh, a little boy called uh, Samuel. And Samuel really, really fancied Julie. So I sent Julie a, a, a Valentine card on Valentine's Day from oh. from Samuel. I know. I, I know. used to send my boys Valentine's Day cards. I used to send my brother <laughs> Valentine's Day cards when he was at school. Yeah. yeah. Um, just so that he felt like, you know. Somebody, I know, not left out and yes. somebody loved him. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's lovely. That's so sweet. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.